0: Roshkast is back after a weekend that saw more fake penalties than Donald Trump is imposing on Vladimir Putin. Where else to start but White Hart Lane, where it was the story of the Ali Kane, Goodison Park where Chelsea looked anything but homesick blues, Old Trafford where the Swans leave United blowing in the wind, and Teesside as City looked shaky enough to be the tambourine man. Elsewhere, there's a touch of La Liga where Marcelo reigns on Valencia's Parejo, Serie A where the Laziali win the Derby della Capitale and we stay local to discuss Toronto FC's 2-0 victory over Houston and the dampest performance by a Texan since to Tequila. Hello and welcome to the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex and I'm joined today by two men looking very sharp. Roche, you're one of them. Yes, thank you, Alex. You're welcome. You look quite sharp, too. Thank you. You're, you're lying, but it's nice of you. Was I lying? Well, <laughs> the,
1: the listeners will never know. <laughs> <laughs> will never know. <laughs> and that is the sultry sound of Bernie Uche. How are you, man? Ah, uh, you flatter me. Thank you, Alex. No, it's fine. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. It's awesome. the tie, isn't it? It is, yeah, Bernie's, Bernie's in a tie. I think this is the debut of.
1: A tie on the cashcast. Yeah, I think yeah. So. we'll we'll see if it makes any difference. Yeah, I'm more of a tracksuit manager myself. Really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, see, <laughs> in,
0: in the '90s, uh, an, an MLS podcast wouldn't have allowed a tie. You know, would have gone.
1: Well, now there's men and straight blazers. to penalties. Oh, Woo! oh, well. I like the Men in
0: Blazers League, though, actually. That sounds quite good. Anyway, we'll move on from this utter nonsense. Um, (laughs) To start in the Premier League, and let's start at White Hart Lane, the old White Hart Lane. Are you
1: sure you want to start there, Alex? Uh, Yeah.
0: Of course he does. He's a Tottenham fan. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: At least we got it out of the way quickly, yeah? Um, Old White Hart Lane, where Tottenham are invincible compared to new White Hart Lane, which is Wembley, where they'll be... Completely invincible. Yes, invincible. Um, but uh, they they looked imperious again, and Arsenal once again looked totally
1: useless.
2: Yes, uh, Tottenham absolutely crushed Arsenal into the dirt. It was like <laughs> it was like I was watching some sort of nuts being put into a blender. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's a great analogy. Thank you for that.
2: Crushed nuts. I mean, Granit Xhaka is about as as dynamic
0: as an almond.
1: He was he was terrible. Terrible.
0: Speaking of nuts cashew outside how about that
1: hey, I think that's the most nut puns we're going to ever have on the Kosh ever yeah. again but back to the game and what was a nutty performance uh, Tottenham absolutely desecrated Arsenal in every even the first half there were two clear-cut chances uh, one Deli Ali, I can't believe you yeah. missed that. What was can't that? Can't believe it. Honestly, I
0: think
2: the Ericsson one was even easier. Yeah,
1: yeah, because at least yeah. that was on his foot.
0: Heading <laughs> you know, is, it is a bit hard. harder. So, yeah.
2: that, that's two goals right there. Yeah, Tottenham could have won this game like five 0 maybe even six. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, the, yeah. they those two open open nets, and then after they scored, so they um, who scored the first? Deli Ali scored the first. I thought that was great intensity. Way to keep up with the play. Um, stay at it so it, they, didn't, they didn't lose the opportunity. And then Gabriel. Just, that was nonsense. That was 70 seconds after, he clearly hacks Harry
0: Kane down. And
1: that's just stupidity.
0: It, it was naive. I mean, Kane was looking for it, yes. He bought it, yes. But it's still a penalty. I mean, Gabriel still kicks him. and And especially on this weekend where we saw penalties given for just about anything. Yeah, uh, this was just. I was going to say of
1: all the, of the three penalties that you might go, eh, yeah. that was the easiest one to call. Yes. Oh yeah, as far as referees, great penalty too. by Kane, though, right in the corner. Yeah. Czech oh, stood still. It was. I mean, I've been
0: complaining about a lot of people's penalties this year because a lot of people are just whacking it straight down the middle. But mm. that was. You couldn't get any closer to the side net. I mean, it was perfect no, yeah, without hitting the post. But.
2: Uh, Roger, talk to me about Petr Cech, because like, usually he's shit. Well, there isn't much to say, that, except for the fact that he was lucky to concede only two goals in this game. Um, he made one save, and then the rebound went into the goal. I mean, that sums up his day. I think
1: you're being slightly harsh. Yeah. Because I
2: think I think I said this last week, and I,
1: it, it was even better this week. It should have been six, maybe seven, if not for Petr Cech. There were some outstanding saves in this match from him. That I think one from Victor Wanyama uh, just outside the box that should have been a goal. He he saves that. The Vatongan one. Oh, and Vertongan had. Two good shots, <laughs> that, which i never yeah, seen before, that, that check parried both of them.
2: I mean, listen, Serge, I Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, perhaps you're right about check, but, uh, I mean, one more thing I want to add to the quality of Tottenham is that after it was 2-0 and Vertonghen was taking some nice long-range howitzers, mm-hmm. you can see the Tottenham players smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, it was just too easy for...
0: I mean, the... Arsenal were so bad. I mean, it's not a surprise. And that's why when you say, are you sure you want to start with this? I'm like, yeah, I don't care because we've just given up on this season a long time ago. Arsenal are terrible. And the funny thing to me about this game was that Arsene stuck with his 3-4-2-1, right? This newfangled system that has that was supposed to kind of rectify Arsenal's situation. And Pochettino just went, okay, Went back to four-two-three-one. He was actually playing... Actually, let me read you this quote from Pochettino because he was asked about the system that yeah, they were playing. Sure. And he said, I think today you can see our flexibility and our tactics during the game. How sometimes we had three at the back, four at the back, two at the back with three midfielders. We used the fullbacks higher or close inside like a midfielder. Essentially, Spurs weren't playing a the formation. They had these players on the pitch. Dyer comes back into the three or goes yeah. up into midfield and they just did but whatever they
1: needed to It's a... It's, to go on Arsenal a little bit, it's a little bit like what we've been saying in the past. You know, it's not, it's no longer, I mean, I think a lot of people thought maybe it was about the system that, that Wenger was playing. It's not. Whether it was Sanchez up front, whether it's Welbeck up front, which was a terrible idea, whether it's Giroud up front, which is another non event, there's nothing Arsenal are going to do this season that's going to make a tangible difference. None. Not systematically. It's literally, get rid of the manager,
2: get rid of the players, start again. (laughs) That's the only thing they can do right now. That would would be the pragmatic approach. But, I mean, if you look at Wenger in his post-match interview, he's talking about things like, oh, yeah, they were just better than us on the day. (laughs) And he walks out of his interview halfway because he doesn't want to answer any more questions. Well, because
1: they're going to ask him the same question. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I think he should not act like Jose Mourinho, which is exactly what he's been doing recently, by showing a bit of petulance yes. in his uh, post-match interviews, showing that it's all getting to him, in my opinion.
0: Well, it has to be. I mean, it's a situation in which he wants to keep the job. Mm-hmm. He he kind of wants it for life. He can't imagine doing anything else. And yet, it's just it's slipping out of his control completely in that he can't arrest this, this slide. He can't turn it around. And... The weird thing is though That because of the state Of the club The decision about Whether he stays or not Is still his right. Regardless of what happens Right which, it's,
1: yeah. The FA Cup will be His saving grace But on Oh you think Arsenal are going to Beat Chelsea No I'm saying If if they do win that I oh. should have clarified If
2: but, Oh he's not going to win don't. No, other no, guys, no, so. Uh On,
1: on Tottenham uh, I was listening to Alan Shearer I don't know why But um, <laughs> Sackable he, offense <laughs> he, And Tim Sherwood Which makes it even worse Terrible <laughs> uh, Just The thing about, about Tottenham is They've, they've done very, very well over the last, let me say, three years. Um, I think they've done very, very well. But they were saying, one thing I did agree with them is that they have to win something. Because if at the end of the day they're just coming second and second and second, that's great. But the is going to mount to finally live up to expectation, which they just haven't done. They were the better team against Chelsea. They didn't win that FA Cup. They just need to win something to make this all worth it.
0: Rocher,
2: you you found an infographic that kind of counters Bernie's point on that. Well, I mean, it it does agree with Bernie's point in some way. I mean, if you look Mm. at the last two seasons of the Premier League, every team has roughly played 72 games. Tottenham, by 15 points, have been the best team. Mm. And now they've also been the best offense and the best defense.
1: Well, what I'm saying is, if you look at the, the... I think they have 77 points or something like that. Yeah, the, this season. No, right now, this, this season. season they have 77. Yes, 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 yes. Last season, they ended with what? I think less. Oh, yeah. Than much they less. have right now. Yeah, yeah. So they have gotten better. But the problem is, other teams were better than them in those seasons. And that's what I'm saying. From a Tottenham standpoint, feel very, very happy about yourselves right now. As they rightly should do. But, at this point, they made it... They, I mean, Harry Reid took them to the quarterfinals of Champions League... They finished second, well, third last season. Second, they finish this season. They just need to take that one further step, and that's I think
2: it's one to get there. I think the difference for Tottenham is they've shown the second half of the season for the last two seasons that they have been outstanding when Kane hits form, and he takes a while to get going. But in the first half of the season, there's a lot of draws. There's a lot of scrappy, low-scoring games, mm-hmm. and I think that's where they find themselves uh, falling behind the first place or being the benchmark.
0: Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, what I would say about the needing to win something is I can I can, I take that point because it's proof of how good you were, right? Um, but the thing is, Arsenal won, have won two FA Cups in the last five years. Sure. And no one thinks they're any good because they're not. Like, those wins very much papered over the cracks. And clubs win competitions all the time that don't reflect their actual prowess and their actual ta- level of, of, of talent and organisation
1: um, I'm not and, saying it instead
0: of no 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 I understand but the other thing to, to consider when we're talking about this is that Spurs have the 6th highest wage bill in the division. Mm-hmm. and uh, in the infographic Roche, that you were referring to earlier about the points over the last two seasons their net spend is 7 million compared to uh, 270 million 97 37 153 million of the, the four teams below them so oh. They shouldn't even really be in this position. They're there by the grace of Pocatino's genius. or, well, it is or you could say
2: the sale of Gareth Bale. Sure,
1: no, well, they wish they well, had messed up anyway. Sure, we recovering from. from what I take responsibility for. I'm just saying. I I agree with all those points. It's just when if you're a professional footballer and you think, "Man, we are really, really good," because yeah. if everyone on that team must realize how good and special of a side that they now have, it's just. The icing on the cake would be an FA Cup, even even something s- like that would just make them feel like they've actually accomplished something brilliant. Okay,
0: fair enough. Let's move on to a team that will win something, does win things all the time. <coughs> it's uh, oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Wait. <coughs> no. <I'm good. laughs> okay. It's Chelsea who went to uh, who went to the Merseyside, went to Everton. Um, and one three nil in a game that a lot of people were saying was like the only hard game they have left this season.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think three nil is a little heavy on the scoreline uh, because it was it was three goals in the last fifteen or twenty minutes of this game. I think three well well crafted goals. One very good long hit by Pedro. No. Chelsea have this thing now where they can. A goal
1: can be. This is how you know you're gonna win the league okay? when the game is eh, whatever, and then you just bring out something like that. Like it's, when Pedro scores a rocket and yeah. Matich in, in the FA Cup. It's uh, just, I just don't. Chelsea are going to win because it's meant to be. Let's just let's just leave it at that.
0: Yes, like, no, yes, it's it's done. Absolutely, they're, they're, they're ruthlessly efficient. And what I love is Conte celebrating each goal as if it were the first. I mean, like it's, it. They're two 2-0 up. They score the third goal. There's like only a few minutes to go, and he just went absolutely berserk. I love it. It was so good. And he actually said uh, during the game, "I am an animal."
1: <laughs> I think his players feed off that. Yeah, I really do. I think it's for whatever reason uh, we, we give Jurgen Klopp a lot of stick for his antics, but I think there's a different level. I think it's he kind of looks slightly ridiculous, whereas Conte doesn't. And it might just be the new hair. I don't know. The, the hair
0: helps, but also winning helps yeah, he, he has the same haircut i mean if i look at him in match day
2: one or match no, day saying. well
1: he got a hair transplant here in toronto
2: yeah antonio Conte. Yeah. yeah so
1: now that's why his hair kind of flows in the wind oh here in toronto yeah here in toronto well, well,
2: allegedly
0: he keeps it long to cover the scarring from the because he had like three transplants before he had the
2: toronto one Hmm. so yeah Go he ahead. must have done it right around here somewhere in this neighborhood it's in New yorkville yeah. 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 Nice, Alex. There yeah, you close. go. They're going to win the league. That's it. Yes. Good.
0: No, 100%. <laughs> I, I just want to talk about Ronald Koeman, uh, one of my pet subjects, because mm. he said, after the game, he was talking about how he used Idrissa Gay to man Mark Hazard and how well that worked. I was like, oh, where'd you get that idea from, Ronald? <laughs>
1: uh, clearly he got it from Jose Mourinho. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of which, uh, anything else on that game? Um... um no, At the end, the Chelsea players went to the fans and they really celebrated hard. And I think this is the game that they actually felt we've won the league. Fair enough. It's I fun. mean, I,
0: off the top of my head, I should have researched this better. I can't remember their remaining fixtures, but I know they're not hard. Oh,
1: it's, it's absolute peasantry. Uh, <laughs> like, like, it's their news. Mate, numbers. mate. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> one, of, one of them is Middlesbrough, I think, isn't it? I think one of them is Middlesbrough. I think some of them might actually be in there, Ooh. if I remember correctly. This, it's going to be bad.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, let's move on to uh, your lot, Manchester United. And uh, could you have predicted this? Yes. yes. A 1 1 draw at home. Absolutely.
1: You know what? I I, w- I didn't bet on that. Right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
2: extremely frustrating once again. Uh, like, I mean, how many lives are Man United going to get to get into the top four this season? Do, do you want to blame it on injuries or. No. I don't know okay. what to blame No.
1: Out. I mean, sure, there were injuries, but it doesn't. That team is. Still better than Swansea. I don't care how many people are. In the team. <laughs> well, well, yeah. It's still it's it's st- like, <laughs> like if, even if you have many of them in twenty threes, it's still better than Swansea. It just doesn't make sense. Rashford had an off game. Martial was actually very good. Rooney did absolutely nothing except for score the penalty. But I will give him this. Martial blocked his <laughs> goal-bound effort on the line, which would have been 2-0, would have been game over. Just shows again United cannot capitalize on their chances.
2: Yeah, and United have the second-best defense in the last two seasons overall. They have, I think, the same this season. They're just not scoring any goals. But, I mean, if you look at the way that the game was played in the last 15-20 like, minutes, there was like no shots on goal, mm-hmm. not on the Swansea goal. Uh, every time they move forward a pass was made and the pass was like too heavy and went out for a throw-in or a goal kick or like the first touch was too heavy and got intercepted by a Swansea player and these are the little things that you're watching at the end of the game and you're thinking well why is the first touch off if you're watching any other team play at least the ball is going to be collected by the player on his foot so what is going on with this team there must be some sort of like voodoo magic (laughs) I, I, I I will say this I don't blame
1: injuries but I do blame fatigue that is something that I never really gave stock to it. But one thing you know when you play football and you're really tired, your brain goes with you. So if you're getting first touches wrong, it's literally because you're not concentrating and you're not focused. These guys
2: are absolutely exhausted. Any more so than any of the other teams in this title race? Well, Yes, more so. They played
1: 57 games this season already. That's 14 more than, I think, 15 more than Chelsea.
2: That's interesting. So it comes to the question of squad depth now. Well, this is the thing. And that's why, I mean, I
0: was kind of half joking about the injury thing. But when you're in the Europa League, like, the Europa League is not a joke in terms of the fatigue. that it, like We've seen teams every year struggle to do to maintain a title challenge and play in Europe. Yep. And the Europa League is a ton of games. Now, you know, you're right. The same players have had to play in those games, in the midweek games, because of the level of injuries that the squad has. So I don't think United are lacking squad depth particularly, but half
1: the squad is injured. Yeah, but there are two things with that. One is, same story last season, where they had so many injuries, if you guys remember. Um... This season, more so towards these last couple of months, well, which kind of tells me that it's less the medical issue that maybe they had last season and more the Europa League. But I do give Jose Mourinho a lot of credit because he did say the f- reason why we're having injuries and fatigue is because of our success. Um, Capital One Cup final, FA Cup quarterfinal, chasing a top four, Europa League semifinal. This is a victim of them trying to win everything, which you shouldn't have to do, but it's something I've actually said Teams like Tottenham when they're in Europa League. They should have gone for those things when they were there. Everton, same thing. I would rather you go all out and give it all out and die on the field than walk out the Europa League and be like, okay, fine, and then finish fifth two seasons in a row, which Tottenham used to do. (laughs) Doesn't make sense to me.
2: I mean, I agree that, you know, United have been playing a lot of games, challenging on a lot of different fronts, going far in competitions, which is great. But we've also heard some things about Mourinho redlining his players in the media recently. For example, Luke Shaw. Oh, man. So, out. I mean, I was going to say, we were talking about injuries. Bayi went off injured. Mm-hmm. Luke Shaw went
0: off injured after nine minutes. And we've all seen it by now. Mourinho said, I'm expecting it's going to be a very big injury for Shaw if he went off after nine minutes. So uh, there was a lot yeah. of needle in that comment.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think he, he tried to be as coy as he possibly can, which Come we on. all know is... Come on. You no, know, there's, there's a little yeah. bit of shade in I
0: mean, there. If that's as coy as you can possibly be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for Jose, <laughs> absolutely.
1: But he, he made a, another dig about... Uh, and they asked him about Jones this morning. He said, let's not even talk about that. And then he made a comment about how happy he is that Juan Mata happy. has worked so hard to get back into the team and given his all right after he said, let's not talk <laughs> about Phil Jones and Chris Smalling. So... I don't know. I I think I again I do applaud the fact that they have gone all out in all these competitions. I would rather see my team go out and do that than pull you know a Tottenham and go out in the
2: yeah. Europa League. Oh, and one point I want to give in Mourinho's credit is that in terms of minutes for teenagers this season, Mourinho is number one.
1: Not out of choice <laughs> <This> <laughs> Because most of the teenagers Are Rashford And uh, Luke Shaw Is still a teenager Yeah Brian He's just turned 20 Or something like that Is Luke Shaw still a te- teenager Surely not still?
0: I would have thought twenty twenty no, one. 21 sure. Shaw is about as old as When we signed him He was 18 So wait Who are the other te- Yeah But it's been a couple of years Oh yeah who, who are the other teenagers Though I mean Fosu Mensah gets A few minutes Is, he here is Jesse Lingard the no. no. a teenager No He's 24 Twan got Jesse Lingard's 24 He's actually old Wow Jesse Lingard
1: looks like a child a little bit yeah, he, will, he will always look like a child <laughs> on this game though Guilfey Sigurdsson what a free kick I, wow free I free mean kick.
0: this this was one of the most beautiful things I've seen this season no offense hats but none taken that was a beautiful free kick no but not just that it was the whole build up to it so Ander Herrera goes and stands on the line because I guess either he or someone he knew what was going to happen and then Sigurdsson points to Yorente and he's like, well, go forward then because now you can't be offside. Then yeah. Yorente starts to do that and Herrera's like, oh, shit, I better move then. Goes back. <laughs> and then Sigurdsson just puts
2: it right there. I mean, it was delicious. It, it yeah. was
1: actually perfection. Uh, w- what, was,
2: what was more precise? Kane's penalty or Sigurdsson's free kick? Sig- oh. I
1: think Sigurdsson's free kicks are better than most people's penalties. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. The worst part about this was, I remember I was texting um, uh, my friend Shindy and I said, I can't watch. <laughs> you because you knew. I knew he was going to score. I opened one eye and it went in. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. That
2: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the... Straight from the horse's mouth, That's the 10th uh, home draw for United this season. I think they've had 7 one ones and 3 0 nil Well,
0: Well, let, let me ask you this. Manchester United have set a new club record for the longest unbeaten run. Yeah. <laughs> With a single top flight se- within a single top-flight season, wow. 25 games. Has there ever been a
2: more pointless <laughs> record? <laughs> Alex, that's, that's 25 wins, 13 wins, 12 draws. Yeah, That's a disgrace. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather have lost five and won the other ones. Those, those 12 draws, that's at least 20 points dropped. In, if you look at the fixture list and you're looking at the kind of games that you've lost these points And you know most of them, points. they were
1: up one nil. Yeah. So that's literally dropping the points. But the, the beautiful thing about Manchester United this season is that no matter how much they trip up, yeah. Manchester City trip up even more, allowing Manchester United a glimmer of hope in the top yeah. four. And yeah. we will talk
0: about that just after we do a little quiz. Uh-huh. This week's Muzzy Quizit yeah. is brought to you by Roche for yes. the wonderful idea, well and also by Open Sports, the app that you can download from all the places that you download apps uh, that shows you where to find pickup sports in your city. We use it in Toronto to find pickup soccer. It is fantastic. Go and download it. Right, ready for the quiz? Yep. Yeah, the, let's do it. The old Muzzy Quizit. Yeah. Yes, Here we go. This one's gonna be quick. Dan Lovren joined Southampton from which team? That was easy. Rochet, Red Star Belgrade. No. What? Uh, you Split. No. You guys are thinking about his nationality. You <laughs> shouldn't be. Southampton. Uh, wait. He joined from saw... Southampton. From Southampton. Oh, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> sorry. All right. You got ten. Ten more seconds here. Andalucia. Wow. It was Lyon. Wow. Roche, your girlfriend's a Lyon fan, isn't she? Yeah, she is actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she. She probably would have known that. Yeah, she probably <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next up, a similar question. Oh, okay. David Moyes joined Everton. Preston Rotten. Well done, Bernie. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Bernie was like, I'm not getting done again. <laughs> Alright, now, a bit of a different one here. There are two players that currently play for Dortmund and Arsenal, respectively, and they both used to play for Borussia Mönchengladbach. Who am I talking about? That was Granit Xhaka. Yeah. And hey, Margaret Royce. Yeah. Well done, lads.
2: Ooh. Look at that team effort. Did well, we just split this? Yeah. You 100. had to split.
0: Yay! Okay, let's go to side. Middlesbrough 2, Manchester City 2. Bernie,
1: as you were saying, every time Manchester United slip up... Yeah. Manchester City slip up. Yeah, and uh, there must be something in the water in Manchester that two super managers can't figure this out. <laughs> but... Um, Honestly, Man City were poor in this game. Uh, Middlesbrough, for
2: once, showed fight. I haven't seen that in the whole season, maybe. Yeah. Except for the other game they played against City because they beat them or they drew with them late at the Etihad Stadium this season. Was that,
1: was that what it was? Yeah, Darun
2: scored. Ah! That's how you know things are bad. Darun. Yeah. Daruni, no. I mean, <laughs> he, he had a significant contribution to this game, um, too. However, uh, Bur- I think that Burrow actually deserved three points. Because so. City were shambolic I'd Yeah, but so. you would Oh, yeah, but I mean, Middlesbrough,
1: firstly, they were, they were fantastic They did pin City back a number of times Obviously City are better than them So when the time came for an assault on goal, <laughs> City were able to do so But let's start with, uh, who scored the first goal? Um, it was Negredo
0: And, and Roche, who, who played a massive role in setting this goal up? Do you know? Darun George Friend your um, friend, my sure. friend, your George friend, your friend of mine. This is the best, literally the best thing he did all season, and he didn't even really get an assist for it. It, it might be the only thing he's yeah. done all season. Yeah. Uh, um, but
1: good thing yeah. it was cancelled out. City, well, got a, off, yeah. City got a terrible equal. For the record, yes, we conveniently skipped over Marcus Rashford dive. Oh, we did uh, against Swansea. He dived, which we have now Dove. discussed. Dived, uh, Dover dive? Dove. dived, dived. Dove. Oh, dive, Eh, dive doved. Um, and then Leroy Sané decided to try his best to copy Marcus Rashford. Oh, I don't think he copied it. I think he went a level up. You think and, that was better? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, yeah. It, better better in
0: that it was worse. Like, <laughs> it, it was, this was so not a penalty. It wasn't even in the range of penalties. Like, he just chucked himself straight into Darun.
1: I, I think, yes, I agree. This is worse than Rashford's in that, uh, what's his face? Fabianski came out for Rashford Rashford initiated the contact obviously but if you look at it from the angle that the linesman looked at it from you thought ooh but (laughs) Sané is like uh, what's his name Darun actually pulls his leg back has his hands up in the air (laughs) for
2: two minutes and Sané runs straight into him it was so hard to call because from the referee's angle and in fast motion with one time which one? Uh, Sane's. Like, oh, really? Yeah, it actually, like, Sane sold it like it was at the Oscar. <laughs> like, Rashford as well, like, the angle, he had that kind of going in his favor. But but I think I said this about something a couple of weeks ago, like, if you're not gonna notice
1: that that's a dive, there's just no hope. No, 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 sorry. Ashley Young's class of diving <laughs> I mean, is very noticeable. I don't think he's succeeded I, with one. I never yet. want to hear that name being So, done. but, yes, Leroy Sane's dive was unbelievable, and, uh... But Sergio so Agüero with a very good penalty. It, it was. It was. Yeah, it was was very a very good thing. penalty. Really? I mean, I mean, listen, listen, what? listen. We've seen Ronaldo miss a penalty, which we'll talk about. A lot yes. of people miss penalties this season, and we've talked about the quality of penalties being shambolic. We saw Rooney, Kane, and Agüero with actually really good penalties. <laughs> yes. so it is a miracle. Like fight. it shouldn't be impressive, but no, it kind but of it is, is. Yes. <laughs> in, <laughs> sure. in the context. Okay, you know what if else was impressive? So. What Fernandinho
0: not getting booked for literally elbowing Adam Clayton in the head?
1: Yes. That was fun. It was it was very fun. And it, that would have been like his second straight red card this season. Or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean,
0: Adam Clayton is annoying and he looks annoying and I want to elbow him in the head. But, you know, you just
2: can't do So it. maybe it made you feel a
1: little good that he got away with that.
2: So,
1: you know what else was very impressive in this game? Callum Chambers had the best game I think I've ever seen him play. I mean, he scored a goal. Yes, yeah, but defensively... He was brilliant, except for Jesus's goal. He headed everything. His, he was in. He blocked everything. He tackled everyone. I thought, really, you can play like this? That I mean, was fantastic. He was
0: excellent for Southampton. He just got Arsenal when he went to Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Scored a good goal. Yeah, a good finish. Yeah,
2: and then <laughs>
1: Jesus saves. The I
0: mean, i was going to make that point. It, it
2: was good. For, it, was it was good, good. on Borough to come back into the lead at that point because yeah. they were one 0 up. The penalty happened with Sané's death And then they still came back in for 2-1 Could yeah. have had three points They had two chances It's true I mean, well, one thing City's season, I think we all agreed Has been somewhat of a failure
0: But one thing that, that Pep never stops doing Is trying to find new ways to win and this, In this game, he started without Sané Without Sterling And he actually played two up front It was like basically
1: a, a fairly traditional 3-5-2 And he went with Aguero and Jesus Which he hasn't done before But similar to Arsenal um, Doesn't matter what system he plays it's not good enough. Season's not good enough. Burn it down. Start again. <laughs> yeah.
2: Guardiola sacked by the end of next season.
0: Fair enough. A uh, Quick quote from uh, Agnew, the, the Middlesbrough boss. Uh, no reason we can't win more games. Yes, there is, mate. You're yeah. rubbish. Yeah, I agree with that. Guardiola. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> like, this is the best game they've played all season. they shit. It's a 2-2 draw. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, another team that is completely pointless, Watford. I well, um, think I said the before. No, no, no. no. They're also. No. Well, no. unfortunately, they have three points. Sit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool just about getting the win here, courtesy of the best thing Emre Chan will ever do and as, his long life. as long as he lives. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think this is, yeah, no, this is the second best thing. The best thing of picking himself up after the daily blend, not Meg Dib. Wow. But, <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> or, yeah. Or he just dribbled him. But Yeah, he dribbled him. In, in any case, what a goal. What a bicycle kick. We are not going to call it what Mohanik calls it. We're not going to ever say that no. again. Or should no. we say it so listeners hear it? No, just leave him. it alone? Not? not even
2: mention him. No, go on. Go on.
1: Okay. Let us know on Twitter if you listen to the podcast. Mohanik calls it a double kick. No. Completely he, he,
2: says that, he says that all of Egypt calls but, it a double kick. But
1: no one in Egypt says double kick because I asked them Egyptians and yeah. none of them say double.
2: Okay. Straight red from all.
1: Absolutely. Straight red. <laughs> all right.
0: Um, Who's in Spain, by the way? More, more of that later. Yeah. Mahanad. It's like calling Sid Lowe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, same quality and everything. Um, but yeah, Liverpool needed to win this because, well, I was going to say City and United are hot on their, on their heels, but they're not.
2: Oh, but, they are. Well. Well, they both
1: of them have games in hand on them. Okay, if City right. win, they're tied. If United they win, they're one point behind. Okay, That's I mean hot.
0: That's we're hot. E- hot on heels, I've never heard of hot on heels. We're talking about two teams that, that drew with Swansea Middlesbrough, but sure,
1: leave it alone now
2: and oh, then each other as well.
0: And- <laughs> yes, <laughs> but Liverpool did really need to win this. It yeah. wasn't easy, despite how useless, Watford. pointless Watford are. Like I really don't know why they exist. Do you? No, no,
2: they're just on the beach. Well, why do Sunderland exist and why do Middlesbrough exist? I agree. I think Middlesbrough
1: yeah. have a, more of a right to exist than Watford. But
2: but the difference is two, really? two of those teams are going down, <laughs> whereas
1: Watford... I'll, I'll tell you why I say Middlesbrough have more right to exist. They had Juninho at one point in Ooh, their history. Ravinelli. And guys come in dieta. Yeah. Ever- Emerson. Watford haven't had anything in their entire life. They had Ashley Young. What about West Brom? They had Ashley Young.
2: Watford?
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but, oh. yeah, I mean, t- talk me through this, Emery changle because we can't... We can't skip it. So it, it maybe
2: goal of the season. A nice little floater came in. There was no pressure on him by the defender. <laughs> wow. Chan was just like, Well, it's kind of like at a nice level for me to kick it this way. <laughs> and so he did. Then he kinda got a lucky contact. And uh, it was a sweet contact. It, if ever I've heard. heard a description of goal of the season, that was certainly <laughs> right. it. That's no, no, right. to be fair, it was perfectly hit. But it was completely lucky. <laughs> That's wow. in case people don't
1: know, Roche and I are United fans, but Roche is the most anti-Liverpool person. He will never even step foot in the city of Liverpool. That is how bad this is. But I will bring some balance to this. I'm not okay. sure he's had the chance to be fair. Right, but he he never will. Yeah. But this some balance this wow. that was the second best goal of the season. You think in- what? you think Giroux don't you? I think Giroud's goal was better. Only because I don't recall a time in the Premier League I've seen a goal like that. Although, Mkhitaryan offside from slightly closer was the same goal, but this was what, outside the box, and he wasn't offside. I've seen that goal with Emery Chan before, I, I, so I
2: give it to Giroud. I'll have to agree with Bernie on this one. I think Juru's goal required a little bit more skill, in the sense that it was behind him and he had to hit it with the back of his foot, as opposed to Emery Chan saying, well, let me, I mean, no, no pressure <laughs> on me whatsoever. I have all the time in the world this to make this bicycle <laughs> Um, it, was, uh, it was a brilliant goal
0: okay I don't even like you. no pressure whatsoever it was about the cross so as well what? the cross came at
2: like a perfect Re- level
0: Roche for. if you had no pressure whatsoever you still wouldn't score that goal in a million
2: years actually I don't know <laughs> I, like no we're not going down <laughs> to no, it's no, more difficult to score with the back of your foot in like the middle, no, like I, I, of I I don't disagree. Yeah. I, I think that. I so, think
1: on that level I agree with you. Yes. Giroud was more technically difficult. Although we're talking about two technically difficult
0: things here. Yeah. I, uh, but the, the kind of disappointing thing about this whole conversation is that the two candidates for goal of the season were scored by two donkeys. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can so no we, one do any better than this? Are we all in agreement that uh, Giroud was a goal of the season? I I think yeah I think it is slightly more complicated. Great, I I can look for that. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know that. you know what ruined it though is that he celebrated in the next game. Yeah. By impersonating himself doing the goal. Yeah. So That's maybe right. you should just give it to McCartan even though it was offside. All right, no, I'm I'm giving it to Emre Um just to counter Rocher's anti Liverpool bias. All right. Terrible. Fine, terrible. Um, uh, That's your anti Rocher bias
1: speaking. Speaking
0: of Liverpool, uh, Southampton nil, Hull nil. Ah. Uh. Moving on, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Stoke nil, West Ham nil. A uh, couple of things here. Really, really. Jack Butland came back. Wait. England's Who, genuinely best goalkeeper. I'm sorry, but like, I can't,
2: I
1: can't. No, <laughs> what?
2: what? England's goalkeeper doesn't mean anything. He's, he's,
1: mean, he's, he's the best English goalkeeper. Here's what's going to happen. Jack Butler is going to move to Liverpool. Wow. <laughs> this
2: is what's going to happen. And then become trash. It this be a very good this is what's going to happen. He's England's best goalkeeper right now because he's you know he hasn't really had a chance to showcase his deficiencies. That's not true. Okay, good so, cool question. The, the second he puts on the England jersey in a major tournament and he concedes his own goal but the ball bubbling over his foot or whatever. Is that like Rob Green? Oh no, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Paul Robinson. Like like every was, other goalkeeper. Uh, and, and Joe Hart. He and,
1: and may have a point. <laughs> just wait maybe. for it, Alex. He I'm just, just saying he's the best English goalkeeper. Question. If you're Man City, you know Caballero's trash, you know Bravo's trash, do you go for butland <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean you need English players so yeah, yeah. okay like, I mean it
0: can't be worse can it uh, Pep, so. Pep if you're listening butland <laughs> Pep you're sacked next season it doesn't matter what you do <laughs> wow alright um, one win in eight for Stoke just wanted to throw that in there
2: because yeah. they're terrible yeah. um, if you're West Ham do you stick with Village? Um Village what's the alternative what is their I goal don't I mean, finishing mid-table for West Ham surely is a great achievement
1: well, they did pretty well last season, didn't they? Finish seventh or something. they were in Europa League. Yeah, but I would say, just, you, I mean, yeah, leave it. Okay. Leave
3: it.
0: Yeah. fair enough. Uh, Sunderland nil, Bournemouth one. Sunderland relegated with twenty-three defeats. Are you upset? No, I'm not.
2: It's about bloody time. I'm very happy with this. Yeah, shocking stat. The last time Sunderland were relegated, they actually only amassed twelve. Points. <laughs> <laughs> so is oh, it eleven? So David Moyes hasn't quite made history. He's, you know, they have five wins this season. <laughs> They have, they have like, three home wins and two away wins. <laughs> oh. Sometimes teams don't even have an, an away win. Let me ask you something. Isn't, mm. isn't a black cat
0: supposed to be bad luck? I well, mean, it depends if you're supposed to. If you cross it. Yeah. Right. Some people own black well, it's cats.
1: Be, it's supposed to be bad luck for you. Uh, not for the cat. So, like, calling
0: your, your team the black cats is... is- a fine idea. Yeah,
1: but they've. Cats have nine lives, correct? How many years they've been struggling <laughs> relegation again? Oh, this is only eight. <laughs> this is the tenth year since they've been relegated.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Ooh, we're onto something. Weird. Weird. But um, weird how it's the Stadium of Light and the Black Cats
0: inconsistent branding. <laughs> yes. Is that a paradox? <laughs> paradox
2: or an oxymoron? They need a new communication. Okay, okay
1: question on Sunderland. Even though I don't want to talk about Sunderland, um, you know how Rafa stayed at Newcastle. Yeah. Is David Moyes going to stay at Sunderland? And if he does, will they come right back up? I, uh, the answers to that are yes
0: and no. I think he'll get sacked at some point during next season. No. When Who, they're... Benitez? No. no. Ah! <laughs> David Moyes.
1: Benitez is probably going to stay. Even though he said he's going to talk to Mike Ashley about it. I don't understand why. I it's, don't it's just not giving... think, know. I think he should stay and really create a wonderful story, for him.
2: They're probably comparing favorite restaurants in Newcastle or something. It's, it's really giving me a migraine just imagining Benitez post-match interviews. Get ready Before for the really. Fox, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, West Brom nil, Leicester 1. Vardy scored again.
0: Uh, West Brom have lost 4 out of 5 and s- failed to score in each of their last 5 games. It's almost like they don't care. <laughs> well, they're still in 8th. How many points do they have? <laughs> they've been 8 all season I actually don't know Because what I did for this pod Was I got the top of the table And I got the bottom of the table <laughs> And
1: I didn't get the middle of it They probably is... have somewhere around 40 points That's where P- Tony 40 points Pulis doesn't care about anything else Well, t- to that point He said We know where we are And what we're doing The
0: players are running around It's not as if they've packed it in We need a break
2: Wait, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait They need a break <laughs> They've had one competition to play in. Yeah, yeah, but they're running around. Yeah, right. they've had a break since they got 40 points. <laughs> <So> <laughs> they, yeah, they just hit eighth place and cruised.
0: Oh my God. Um, Crystal Palace 0, Burnley 2, the, the Allardyce Revolution is over. Yeah, because they're safe. Yep. Um, so that, that'll do it for the Premier League, unless you've got anything else. Great, now let's move on. Mumu
1: of the week yes. time. Yes, sir. Abu <laughs> One thing we are no shy, no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. This week, Momo of the Week is brought to you, as usual, by Football Heads. That's F-U-T-B-O-L, heads with a Z.com They are an apparel brand, bring you the freshest snapbacks, beanies, and t-shirts to wear. The so what? Beanies? Beanies. Troy And Denny's? t-shirts. Yeah. Not deanies, lads. Oh. Beanies. Alright, it's what, what I wanted you to You know, wear. it's a hat. Uh, or or two because we call it in Canada can't write a trodini
2: on your head can't absolutely not You would collapse (laughs) (laughs) sorry anyway you can get
1: their hats, beanies, t-shirts snapbacks uh, customized football oriented um, designs and if you use promo code UTC you get 15% off nice Um, so yeah check them out football heads again football F-U-T-B-O-L heads with a Z dot com I said Zed last time but yeah this is how we do it on Moon of the Week
0: and our first mumu this week is both the referee and fans at a game between Pescara and Cagliari, uh, where Pescara's Sully Montari um, was the victim of racist chanting, including from some children. Standard. And, uh, yeah, a bit standard, Still unfortunately. Bit children. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Montari went over to, uh, I guess, one of the kids and mm-hmm. tried to give him his shirt mm-hmm. to like set a better example, mm-hmm. um, which didn't didn't go down very well. got more abuse. Went and complained to the referee...
1: And the referee booked him. Yeah, Wow. the referee said he couldn't hear it, but it's pretty audible. And those children are pretty annoying. So
0: yeah, he should yeah. have like
2: he should have like, just choked him with his jersey. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I mean here's, here's the thing: like, even if even if you haven't heard it genuinely, which is possible, mm-hmm. you don't book someone for reporting it. No, I mean, what
1: on earth? And then Montari walked off the pitch. Yeah, and um. His coach had something to say about it, kind of defending him, kind of saying, "Hey, you know, give us a chance to win the game," but you're already relegated, so this was pointless on so many levels. I don't know. That's just that's just stupidity, Mumu esque <clears throat> Hall of Fame worthy by that referee. Yeah, that's
2: really. well, bad. Hopefully, Montari leaves Italy for a better play, better place. He's we, been there a long time, yeah. though. I mean, anyway, Rocher, what's yours? Uh, mine is on a more lighter note. Zidane's recent press conference. Uh, with Real Madrid, I think it was a pre-Valencia match And um, a reporter was trying to dig into Zidane Before the Valencia game, you know, it was post-Clásico Tensions are high, you know, there's a lot of pressure on for the title mm. And uh, a reporter's like, how do you feel, Zidane? Like, you know, are you feeling this? Are you feeling that? Immediately, without pausing for a breath, Zidane says Estoy puta madre Estoy de puta madre. Which, which means, translate that. Which roughly translates into, I'm feeling fucking fantastic. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> and that's it. That's all he said. And everyone in the, in the press room busted out into laughter. And he pretty much owned the reporter. And so the reporter fell into the hall of mumu fame. Um, See, I thought
1: that meant, like, you're going to perform an act on someone's mother. You know, like, madre is mom. That's what I thought.
2: Yeah, there's like uh, I guess it's like a variable definition. Ah. Like you know, sometimes translations can. Uh... Every, every time Ronaldo dives in the box and doesn't get a penalty, you can hear him screaming "Puta madre!" Like you know, like yeah. it, it kind of just doesn't like, necessarily. Oh, he's
1: not saying he's gonna perform right. an act on the referee's mother. No, no, he okay. says.
2: Just check. You'd yeah. think that would be a booking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends if you're John Terry or Ryan Giggs. Maybe not. True. Yeah. Um, Swansea or my Mumu. Not for any you know no, not for drawing with United no absolutely not okay. they're, they're, they're heroes for that uh, but um, so Landon Donovan has been named an advisor which oh, is yes. the first act of mumuism oh, yes. in my opinion wow. um, the second act is from mm-hmm. Landon Donovan himself because he came out and said that we hope Swansea will be the American club of the Premier League I'm... now there are too many things wrong with this yes. firstly there is Manchester United Chelsea Liverpool Arsenal <laughs> who are better supported and will always be supported in America. But secondly, you had an American coach yes. yeah. who you decided to sack after I don't know how many games. Rightfully or wrongfully so, that was your chance to be the American club. Maybe you should have made this announcement then, guys. I don't understand the logic here. I don't think he knew what he was saying. I'm not sure what Landon Donovan
0: can advise you on in particular I mean, I mean, having
2: a large forehead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: could have got Jovino in for
1: that. i be Mumu. One thing we are no shy. Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. Over to Spain, where Mohamed is. Sí. And uh, we'll hear from him in a little bit. Sí. Uh, thank you. Uh, we'll start with, speaking of, sí, Real Madrid... Two, Valencia, one. Pulled Pulled it out. Yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, they conceded a late goal, which was a great free kick, by the way. Amazing free kick. Parejo or Sigurdsson? Wow,
1: thanks, Alex.
0: I'm just saying. No, no, no.
2: Sigurdsson for sure. It wasn't tainted by the hand of the goalkeeper. Fair enough. Yes,
1: uh, in that case, I'll say Uh, Sigurdsson as well. But Parejo at that point was having a horrendous game. Absolutely terrible game. Gave away a penalty for no (laughs) reason Um, just held moderate Just held him Yeah Actually just held him It that didn't was, make any sense it, it was completely
0: mental On the other hand When you have Diego Alves in goal You can't take risks like that That's, That is true what,
2: How many is he safe now? I think it's 5 out of 10 And Ray Hudson Had something to say about it Which he always does Six, 6 this season and he saved forty nine percent of penalties
1: that he's faced. That's so just something, ridiculous. Something nuts. Essentially, really
0: you have yeah, you have a penalty against Valencia. You've
2: only got half a chance. of Yeah, it really must be his psych out game. You were saying yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, what, firstly, Ronaldo header from a Carvajal cross um, off the left, inside the middle, making Benzema look stupid. What a cross, though! Brilliant cross. It mean, was, was a Good cross. Um, but the penalty happened, and you think Ronaldo's going to score. It actually was. Pretty well placed, I thought, but Alves psyched Ronaldo out, as we was alluding to. He said to Ronaldo, Don't put it over here. <laughs> and Ronaldo obviously thought, Yeah, whatever, mate, I'm putting it over there. <laughs> and Diego Alves made the great, uh, fantastic save. Um, Parejo, as we alluded to, with the free kick to equalize, and you think, Oh, yep. Zizu, what's going I mean, on? That was yeah. on what, like 82 minutes or something? something it was like late, that. yeah. And then Marcelo. Oh, Marcelo. Just-
2: Drizzled it with Oni. Oh, my God. And, and this is obviously right after that press conference where Zidane Mumu the reporter. Mm-hmm. And so, and whatever happens, Real Madrid win and Zidane looks good. Yep, yep. Um, So they were...
1: I think now they're still tied on points, although they have a game in hand. Yes. Or something No, that's right.
0: Yeah, Barcelona are are on the same points and have a better goal difference and head-to-head, I believe. But yes, Real Madrid have a game in hand. So if they win all the games, they've won.
1: So Barcelona um, padded their goal difference by beating uh, local rivals Espanyol 3-0. Yes. Um,
2: Suarez, Brace. In a game that Mohamed was at the stadium to witness. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, Should we have a listen to what he had to say? Absolutely.
3: All right boys reporting live from Barcelona <laughs> or how the locals like to say it Barcelona um so yeah got to see the Español versus Barcelona derby fantastic stuff just to, just to set the scene Madrid had played earlier and um I had caught the game at a at a coffee shop and obviously when um uh, Madrid conceded for the 1-1 uh, against I think it was Valencia uh, if I'm not mistaken yeah Valencia um Everybody was cheering. I mean, this was something in like an 80th minute or so. And, people, you know, the free kick went in and it was two points dropped from Madrid. It was fantastic. Everyone was was quite cheerful. Then obviously Marcelo stepped up and we know the rest. Um, so Madrid got the three points and now Barca really needed three points. And this was not an easy game. Espanol would love nothing more than uh, to just, to, you know, completely take Barca out of the title race um, at their own stadium. So we we got there um, and it was quite the atmosphere right all the way in the, in the narrow, narrow streets from the from the closest metro station to, to the stadium. It was flares and people, you know, yelling and singing and obviously uh, obscene songs towards Barcelona and all that. And the locals were really, really up for this game. Um, so got into the stadium, fantastic stadium, by the way, looked really nice. And first surprise was Neymar was playing. I thought he would be suspended for one more day. He wasn't. Uh, the game started off, Barcelona not looking great, to be honest. Um, the back line looked very solid, I have to say. Um, obviously, the surprising thing when you're watching live is that the players have way less space than you think when you when you watch it on TV. Uh, some of the stuff they do is in such narrow spaces. But anyways, the quality of the first half wasn't all that. Nil-nil. Um, Espanol really, really doing well for themselves. Um, MSN are, are you know being held back quite well. Second half started and unfortunately um espanol basically lost the game on a very bad back pass where um basically it was a one on one for Suarez from the defender Suarez very easily finished it outside of the foot really nice celebrated like crazy um and then from then on Barcelona really had the game um, i think Messi dribbled past three or so very nice in midfield to um give it to Rakitic to finish with his left foot and then the last goal um i think it yeah it ended 2-0 actually um so yeah, it was, it was quite a good game at the end in, in the second 3-0. Oh, I can not remember someone else scored. Anyways, that that's the thing about watching it live. You you almost you can't see a single replay, not even on the big screen. And they didn't show it. And you know, Racket had scored that goal, and I couldn't even remember who scored it five seconds later because there's just there's so much going on. Um anyways, fantastic stuff. Uh, Barcelona get the three points that they need to kind of uh keep keep Madrid. Uh, in sight I guess it's it's. I think 3 or 4 games to go so Madrid really should have this but the one thing I noticed from this game is again it's not an agenda but Andre Gomes is horrendous I mean every touch was just bad the awareness was was all off um, always caught in possession some of his passes some very simple passes were not getting to their intended targets it was really weird to see someone I mean I'm sure he's a good player just currently at least his technical ability is so low compared to the rest of his Barcelona side. And it was, it was, it really stood out this game. It really did. Um, other than that, you know, fantastic atmosphere throughout the game. A lot of Barca fans in the stadium to be fair, because of course, you know, it's in the same city. Um, but yeah, it was a very, very enjoyable um, experience watching Messi live it was obviously crazy. Neymar was buzzing. He he was, you could tell he could, you know, create the difference. Suarez, Unfortunately, needs too much um, kind of assistance. He, he needs the ball on the plate. But Neymar and Messi obviously can't provide that. So, hope I didn't ramble on. Um, but yeah, have fun.
0: Italy time now. And we'll start in Rome with the Derby della Capitale. And Roma won Lazio 3. The second time
2: in a row that Lazio have beaten Roma. Yeah, the double of the season, mm-hmm. I think. Well, one was in the cup. Yeah, but you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, to be fair, well, it was 1-1 in this game, it was a competitive game. Lazio towards the end pulled away with the two goals and the commentator that like the, from what I saw and what I was listening to, the commentator actually had a schizophrenic attack. <laughs> <laughs> Go- he should have on. actually made Moomoo of the League. But, like, as the third goal went in... Oh, sorry, sorry. Completely mistaken. I was looking for Roma Lazio highlights. And yeah. there was a Roma Lazio 3-1 from, like, 10 years ago. Oh, <laughs> with Di Canyon playing. And the third goal in that game had the comment. The content literally screamed, like, he saw... Like a heiner. Like. <laughs> gosh, it's anyway. bringing you right up to date on like all, all things
0: Italian. Moving on to Romelu That's the really present funny. <laughs> um, That was actually brilliant. <laughs> so good. Um, so, Keita Balde, I mean, we mentioned him last week, he's having a terrific season and he'll probably get a big move this summer. Got another two goals. So, he scored the first one and then did you see uh, Strootman's dive for the Roma penalty? I refuse to see dive. It dive. It was so bad that they are opening an investigation into it. And <laughs> I'm not even joking. So, so whose dive was worse? That's oh, Strutman wins the weekend. If, you, if they open an investigation into
1: you, you know it was that bad. Especially in Italy. But in Italy, they actually have set a precedent of, of opening investigations into dives. Come like, on. Like, they've been doing it. No, this is not the first time it's been done in 30
2: years. They do need jobs.
0: Okay. <laughs> that that said, the investigation into Berlusconi took, like, 40 years. Hey, so. hey, that's because there was so much to find. It's <laughs> <Yeah, that's> true. <laughs> um, but De Rossi uh, kind of luckily scored the penalty, to be honest. It was a rubbish penalty if he got lucky. Um, and then, yeah, as you said, uh, even 10 years ago, Lazio ran away with the game yeah. with two late goals. Balde again after uh, Basta, who I love because his name means enough. Wow. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, Roma's still in second. Yes, but their, their um, gap over Napoli is now one point only because Napoli
2: this weekend beat Inter Milan 1-0. Great. Good. Why good? I don't know. I mean, Inter Milan, you know, they have nice colors in their jersey. <laughs> yes. And that's pretty much all they have going for them. Okay. Inter Milan are just absolute gobshite. Yes. So, um, and also I like Napoli. And you know what guys? Inter Milan have been absolute gobshite ever since Rafa Benitez touched them. That's pretty much true, isn't it? Uh, yes. I yes hate that. I
0: hate that. I hate yes. that. <laughs> yep. I really do. Um, so it's okay on for Napoli. Um, To put them within a point of Roma, but something uh, something I saw today. According to Premium Sport HD, I don't know whether that's reliable or not. Is it 720p or 1080p? (laughs) You tell me. It's HD. All right. Um. (laughs) Inter might sell Gabigol, who's barely played a game. Zhao Mario and Marcelo Brozovic this summer, if someone offers them enough money and La Gazzetta also reported that Inter will ask Pioli to step down in the summer but that the owners will offer him a job at Jiangsu Suning the other club that they own
1: so he'll basically just become richer
0: because he'll get paid more in
2: sounds like a promotion to me oh yeah
1: uh, but w- why, why would they be selling off some of their best players because they're terrible even right. th- like if your best player is Jean jo- Mario although Jean Mario in the Euros is pretty good man, but what has he done lately nothing Fair His good as your last job
2: <laughs> are they really their best players or did Icardi have something to do with that well no Icardi is obviously
0: their best player but
2: you no know, these these are anyway yeah. it, it's Inter it doesn't need explanation
0: maybe Cardi's um, coming
1: after their wives wow
0: yeah. um, Atalanta 2 Juventus 2 uh, Juve win the league by if they win their next game I mean they won the league last season and the season before I that I don't know why I set Roche up for this I really don't <laughs> I called this didn't I it is, you oh, and half I, the world I, I like, have been yeah. saying it
1: since I mean, like 2013 uh, I'm, I'm just excited now because next season we get to see that new logo
2: J, yeah, the fresh J, yeah, okay. That's
1: what I've been looking forward to since we've known they won the season. Oh. halfway through,
2: they're going to win the league next year as well.
1: No, we know that. Yeah. Speaking oh. of a team, oh, are we done with
2: Italy? Ah, uh, nearly. But go ahead. Oh, just Bayern Munich won the league this this this, uh, this weekend, and that's another team that's going to win their league next year as well. Yeah. Okay, that's in Germany. You know that. Yeah, I know. Okay. Just on
1: the same theme of teams that are going to win the league. Okay, I'm actually forever.
2: glad. I'm actually glad you
0: mentioned it because I wanted to give an honor- honorable mention um, this week to 29 year old manager Julian Nagelsmann. Who has led Hoffenheim into a Champions League playoff place for their first time for the first time in their history. He's what, mate? He's twenty-nine. Alex how old are you? Twenty-nine. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he doesn't have a podcast. Yeah. So Anyway. That they, you know of. Yeah, the Nagels cast. Anyway, very, very impressive. Um, quick Champions League preview. Um, we've got Real Madrid against Atletico
2: Madrid mm-hmm. this week. Quick predictions. First leg? First leg's where? Uh, at the Bernabeu. Uh, battle of attrition, but maybe 2-1 Real in the first leg. 1-1. Yeah,
0: okay.
2: Yeah, I I like 1-1. Marcelo with an own goal and
0: a goal. (laughs) Okay. He's got enough talent. I think Sergio Ramos with the own goal is a
1: bit more accurate.
0: He's not serving a suspension, is he? Ooh. I mean, it seems likely. He probably will. T- yeah, he yeah, probably he is. is. In, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Monaco versus Juventus. This one, I mean,
2: I'm excited about this. This is two very contrasting styles. 3-1 Juventus. Ooh. Yeah, you know, every time a heavy offense comes up against a heavy defense, you have to say the defense usually comes out on top. Yes, defense wins championships. Yes, but you're
1: forgetting one thing. Juventus also have a sensational offense. Yeah, They, they, they just everything. know when to turn it yes. on yes. or right. off. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying 3-1 and because they'll be too hard to break down
2: but they will score oh yeah I mean they they shut out Barcelona twice yeah and put three goals past them in the first leg
0: you guys are overlooking the the intensity and the passion of Monaco's 12 fans
2: Monaco just got beaten 5-0 by PSG in the cup that was in the cup they rested their whole team I mean yeah Mm. but 5-0
1: break it down didn't play (laughs) <laughs> sorry can you just do that again remember that song yeah I don't is know how, don't think, know how that
0: know right, that's right. a yellow card we're, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna clip that and it might be the outro music absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> alright that's enough for Europe and uh, when we come back we'll talk about Toronto FC
2: Toronto FC 2 Houston Dynamo nil. Best two goals I've seen all season, including Emory Chan's goal
1: today. Any excuse. <laughs> Any excuse. <laughs> Bernie, talk to me about Jersey Altador. Love him. Love him to bits. Unfortunately, well, he was supposed to have an event where he signed some jerseys and things like yes. that this weekend. Um he couldn't they couldn't do that. I don't know why. So he lost points for me in that instance. Okay. But overall, wonderful goals, wonderful player. May actually end up being more influential than Javinko this season. I, I mean, so
0: far I think that's I, so far I think that's probably true in, in the season. I mean, Jos, Josie started on fire, whereas Javinko has very much not started. I mean, he's growing into the season. Yes,
1: this, but he did have a brace in the game prior. Yeah, and true. now Josie
2: taking over. I mean, look, if they're both on form, there aren't many teams Yeah, we that just will need them him. at the same time. Yes, now. That, that would be lovely And to Saint with a little bit of. Something. I mean, yeah. the styles are... The contrast of the styles is evident. Altidore is a brick house. Yes. <laughs> like, he will hold off absolutely anybody. Yes. He can hold off a mountain if you wanted to. Yeah, he is a mountain. But, uh, and, and Gervico is the opposite. He'll be shrugged off the ball by anybody. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, including Alex. But if you've seen Alex, he's yeah. very small. Yeah.
2: Even the wind. <laughs> I mean, so... If, well, like, I can still tread on Jovinko. Yeah. Like, yeah. Easily. And I think that's Jovinko's problem. So, Altidore will have a pivotal role to play because he has to make up for Jovinko's lack of physical strength. So, basically, Altidore has to hold the ball up for Jovinko to then pick up in the final third with maybe not eight players in front of him. Yeah. And then that's pretty much a winning recipe.
0: Right. But, I mean, this season they've got help from uh, Victor Vasquez, who's really stepping up now. I mean, I, I saw a stat the other day. I think it was on Waking the Red. He is second only now to Sasha Kleston in Chances Created, in MLS. So, I mean, he's really started to click into gear, and he's giving them the service that perhaps they didn't have last year. I mean, when you compare him to what Michael Bradley is doing, <gasps> deeper in the field,
2: <sighs>
1: his passing is so bad. It, it's so bad. But at least he's deeper in the field where he doesn't actually have to be, you know, p- pretend like he's this creative... Maestro for Toronto FC Because of Vasquez The problem is When he
0: turns over possession Like You know You're closer to Home So to speak Ah
1: True And we all know He doesn't run back (laughs) To the defense Talking about Michael Bradley here? Yes Where were you? I mean I was thinking about Whenever we talk about Michael Bradley Rashe says I'm done He doesn't
2: want to hear about him Because he's that bad The thing is like I appreciate Michael Bradley You do? I really do I just feel like There's just more that he's Got to give That he just He just doesn't Well, let's leave Michael Bradley for a second.
1: Toronto FC two wins in a row, right? I think Mm -hmm. they went the first couple games was one win, four draws, one loss. Yeah, now two on the bounce. They are looking more cohesive. They're looking like they understand the plan now. Um, Are they on? Is this on the up and up now?
0: I mean, it's hard to know. I mean. it, this will be a big test on Wednesday we're talking to I mean we're recording this on Monday on Wednesday they've got play Orlando and it's at home but Orlando are top of, of the Eastern Conference and they are on serious form mm. Kyle Larin's banging the goals he's been linked to uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach actually Apparently, they're scouting him really hard. I think that
1: would be a good move. They know how to develop a player. Yeah. So, I think, I think that would be a great move for him. Agreed. If pans out. But, uh, great for Canada. If, if they could buy him before Wednesday, that would be great. Oh, yes. But
0: Because um, he's on form and, and Orlando are on form. And this will be a, a massive test. And TFC have come into good form at the right time to face them. I mean, some of the things that are making the difference for TFC right now. Roche, your
2: boy, Raheem Edwards... At left yeah. wing back is really stepping up. Is, I, I told you, like ever since I wrote that first match report when uh, when I watched the TFC home opener in the stadium, I was watching Raheem Edwards come and do flybys past where I was sitting, and I knew right there and then that this man is doing exactly what you want a left back to do, except for deliver the final ball, which he's now starting to do. Yes, can he defend? can Marcelo defend I mean like, <laughs> I'm glad that you know that that question has something to do with Marcelo somehow in the universe but, that, but that's the thing with the MLS the the level of play isn't so high so you know that at any point in time you're going to see some shit <laughs> So, are you truly defending at all? You don't know. I also think this is probably the first time Raheem Edwards and Marcelo have
0: been used in the same sentence. So, Another <laughs> you know. of bringing you firsts all the time. There you go. Um, another difference to the to the team that we've seen has been, in the last two games, Marky Delgado has played in
2: midfield instead of Cooper or Osorio. Um, so he's the one kind of shuffling back and forth between Vasquez and Bradley. And that's not surprising to see, because I think, Alex, you had a problem with Jonathan Osorio's performances recently. I think that was Mohamed. He, yeah, he, he had more of a, a problem with him um,
0: I, I think both him and Cooper have been extremely poor so far this season and even when they cu- I mean they both came off the bench in this game and even then they weren't good I, I I'm not sure what their issue is but they're both struggling so Delgado has been given the chance in the last couple of weeks and he's taken it and and TFC look yeah. better
1: yeah yeah they the TFC look really good and um, let's just hope that they keep this up because I want another deep playoff run towards the end of the season uh-huh. Well, they'll do um, it for you, good. I'm sure. Yeah, hope so. All right.
3: Thank you for downloading the
0: Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the Kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to
3: underthekoshblog.com.